All right, cool. And we're live. Hopefully, hopefully we've solved all our glitches. Uh, and and on the off chance that we have, in fact, solved them, you're listening to Insert Quest here, and I'm Raymond. Uh, today's quest is Base Raiders. This is our final arc for Base Raiders. This is Heat 6. Uh, players are going to be going to the moon. But first, I've got to start all their prep work and find out exactly what it is they're going to be doing on the moon. Uh, so let's introduce ourselves, starting with uh, our host for today. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Ryan. Uh, you might recognize me from such podcasts as Ragnard Rock, um, which you should all totally you mean do. This one? <laughs> yeah. Indeed, this podcast, this very podcast that you're listening to right now. Uh, today I'm going to be playing Amriel, who is a demon um, who was summoned from hell by an evil evil sorceress before Ragnarok. Um, the sorceress disappeared with all the heroes and villains, leaving Amriel a free agent. Uh, she became a base raider, a uh, professional base raider, and she now spends her time hanging out with the other two characters who you will meet forth- forthwith. Forthwith, nice $5 word. Hey, everybody, I am Alex. You might know me from the Ragnar Rock podcast as well. And today I shall be playing the sentient gas cloud known as Greg. He is an alien uh, sent from his planet to Earth to establish relations slash maybe see if it's ripe for conquering. Uh, but by the time he got here, he found out that his slave had been in, his race had been enslaved, and so he is base raiding to get technology and stuff to build a super badass spaceship so he can fly back home and save his people from being used as Zeppelin fuel. And I'm Finn, and I'm playing Yuri, the former rally raid racer, now ghost body possessor, and generally conflicted guy. Sweet. So, I have a question about the last game, or the last one. Who won? It's a really tough question. And there's been a bit of debate about that. Unanimously, though, it is agreed that the Valkyrie's lost. Okay, that's good enough. (laughs) Um... In fact, they will not. We can all be... agree that that's a win. Yeah. In fact, they will. They are so injured that they are not going to be dam- uh, competing in uh, Heat Six. No Valkyrs on the moon. No, there will be no Valkyrs on the moon, and they will not be carrying harpoons. Uh, it's gonna be a chill run. <laughs> well, yeah, you hope. <laughs> um. It puts a bit of like a, a road trip. It puts a bit of a down on road trip. Considering the tight friendship you'd formed with the other two competing teams, the fact that you're just going to be competing against them, uh, you know, uh, makes that competitive spirit a bit weird. Uh, so, follow-up question: We mm-hmm. have been dominating this this series so far, right? Yes, and you've got shit tons of advance and refresh and shit to spend. Well, yes, that. But, um, so, standing-wise, we're probably many points ahead of second place, right? 
Yeah. Well, okay. So the points are made up and don't really matter. The gotcha. thing that the thing that determines whether you're gonna whether you win, the main deter- determining factor is that the more races you win, in theory, the better equipped you're going to be to perform the last race because you've got more super shit that you've stolen. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Right. So really, it's all about the moon. Really, it's all about the moon. Whoever whoever wins here gets the whole the whole purse of marbles, so to speak. Which really is a trophy. It's not like there's prize money or anything because you all get you're involved in getting paid this whole way. Like, yeah, you know, and there might be some so lucrative they... sponsorship deals or whatever. Oh yes, and so how are they divvying up the monetary gains of the Hollow Earth? Um, pretty much everything that you brought back with you. So there's nothing, um, it was pretty much a, a scavenger situation. Whatever you managed to find. There's not a lot of immediate valuables in the Hollow Earth. It, it's more like shit you can develop. I mean, your main score is apparently you're going to start a super, a whole food crop. Uh, and I believe there was some talk of making a nuclear-powered car. Mm. Well, an angel heart-powered car, which oh, is yeah, pretty so much we, the same we thing. get to keep the angel heart? I thought Scout Team 1 wanted it. Well, they did. They wanted it brought back, but uh, they thought that it was going to be, like, an actual battery. Oh. And Scout Team 1 doesn't really do that arcane stuff. So they're just like, oh, well, I mean... You did the job. <laughs> We're kind of hoping, kind of hoping it was a gotcha. Like All a, right, so like we get to keep it. Secret Soviet bomb or something. They didn't realize <sighs> it was radioactive in every possible way imaginable. <laughs> yeah, nor did they realize it. They don't really want to deal with should that angel wake up. Whereas we have no such quandaries. <laughs> nope. Right. Yeah, you've got a demon. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. Those so, were those are my questions. So if the angel does wake up, it'll go for me, and you guys can handily escape. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to be fastest. You just have to be faster than the demon. I'm a... <laughs> I'm an angel techni- angel heart technician. If you see me running, try to keep up. <laughs> I'm sure there is a raider, uh, a um, base raiding uh, bootlegger working on that T-shirt as we speak. <laughs> Whole sweatshop set up across the Midwest. So, if the other team members don't mind. Uh... I was about to call myself Gary. Greg. <laughs> Everybody's having for like 15 names. Uh, Greg would very much like to install that uh, angel heart as a power source for his spaceship. Our spaceship, which will, oh. I assume, oh, take right, us to the moon. You guys were talking about mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. fuck it to taking the Datsun. We're taking a space to the moon. No, 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 we're no, taking no, the we're Datsun. T- we're taking the Datsun we're just not, spaceship. Yeah. But you yeah, got to take the spaceship the as your main vessel, is the point. Yeah, right. I and mean, the Datsun's our rover. 
I mean, that's so Greg one will install that, install the angel hearts as the heart of the ship. <laughs> so, so you've been working on these on the ship for a while now. Yeah. Um. What uh, what is the overall shape and aesthetics of the ship gonna be? Um, Greg doesn't care. Um, I, so I think it's just staying UFO shaped. May I, I assume that's what question? it was, right? Yeah, it was. It was kind of a UFO slash factory aesthetic. Hmm. Okay. May I make a suggestion? Of course. Lose all the swastikas. Oh yeah, yeah. That's an idea. Yeah. I, I read though that they they mean uh, good luck on parts of the Earth. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, it's it's been scrubbed. But uh, the well, I imagine a just... lot of the outer paneling was just like cut straight off. Yeah. Because um, most of it was wrecked anyway so just it's got it needs to be it needs to be reskinned it needs to have like three engines installed on it cuz those are how many were like completely bust yeah, um so. Greg, Greg's been working on getting it spaceworthy first and then worrying about interstellar travel cuz like yeah. if it can't make it to the moon it's probably not going to make it to another I believe planet. your current FTL plan is to lower its relative mass yes to the point where it's so light that you can like accelerate it as if it was a scrap of paint strapped yeah. to a nuclear warhead something like that <laughs> Uh, so Greg is still working on designing that, but the Angel Heart should provide a uh, very nice power source. Yeah. All right, so that's that's something to do. Yep. Um, and I have tons of skill points to spend on this thing. You all have shit tons of skill points to spend. So we're I have get... twenty plus whatever we got from the last run. Oh yeah, shit. Probably another ten. Okay. Is that what it was? Yeah, why not? Oh boy. And we All did right. we we got another refresh for completing an arc. Sure. Sounds about right. What is All this right. game? So I'm up to seven <laughs> fate points and thirty skill points, just saying. Look, we'll use the rules when they're convenient for us. Exactly. Yeah. That's the way I'm playing fast. <laughs> Otherwise, I must have tell you what, I don't really have any interest in spending these skill points. <laughs> yeah, I, really <laughs> it's a I don't want to no, deal I... with power interactions, you know? Just buy some powers yeah. from the book. Some pre-built powers. No, I'm just gonna, but then you have to do power gonna... interaction. <laughs> just buy them ones that have the same theme as yours. I'm just, just dumping just... 30 skill points into the spaceship. Yeah. Good. I don't, I don't get I'm going to spend 27 skill points on re-establishing my family ties. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean... Technically, I think the miscability rules only come into play if you don't have the skill points to buy off the new power that you. Oh, they do. That you acquire. Yeah, I still don't want to look at it there. Because if you're buying them, you're you're just paying it off. It's when you acquire them in session, and it's like, ooh, it okay. burns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Personal goals all the way. Thank you. Yep. yep, just just drop it all into personal goals so you don't have it's, to deal with it. It's been a very character-driven game. I don't see why we should stop now. 
Just buy yeah. some boost patches and be done with it. <laughs> Let's shoot up and go to the moon. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so Greg uh, has spent... How, we've had this thing for like three sessions, like three runs now. So Greg has been spending the in-between time uh, like repairing the hull and fixing the engines. And well, a lot, of, has the, a big a lot of the for last it. month of downtime before Hollow Earth was working on the FTL shit, so... Yeah. But, and uh, didn't by all there's, like, a crew working here, too? Yeah, the... the What's the name of that fucking... TKS have a team here that are, like, analyzing the engines and the anti-grav stuff, because they want to make anti-grav cars. Um, and in exchange for that, they're helping you, like fix all the shitty superstructure that's deteriorated from sitting yeah. underground in France and all that fun stuff. So I would hope that by the end of this month it, it could at least get us to the moon in one piece. Yeah, indeed. You hope. Yeah. yeah. You hope. That's that's as good as we can get. Fingers yep. crossed. Hope away. Fill it up with buckets of hope. <laughs> Uh, now, let's get down to business and defeat some Huns. <gasps> Things that you know about the moon race. It takes place on the moon. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what other research have you done? You know that you're probably going to be teleported there. We're not. Oh, no, you're not now. Does anyone... Well, wait, are, they, are they going to any- teleport? Was the plan to teleport us straight to the base, or to just teleport us to a no, point teleport on the moon? You, teleport you to an interesting spot on the moon, and then have you try and drive to the base. Gotcha. Uh, what, uh, does anyone remember any other offhand facts that I have given about this I feel like anytime we mention the moon, you don't give us facts. You just say how we didn't spend time researching the moon race. <laughs> That's normally what I do because you don't normally do devote any time to researching it. You had six adventures, five adventures to try and research it. Well, it's not like we weren't doing other things. Indeed, you would. You, you chose to spend your time we had on issues. other pursuits. Which is fine. It's There's no right or wrong choice, but that doesn't change the fact that you are left here with only whatever you guys can remember. Hey, be nice, or Ryan will mute you. That's true. Ryan could not <laughs> never send me the recording of this stream. That'd be great. <laughs> Hold that one. Oh, on Ryan's supposed forever. to be recording it? Ooh. Oh. Oh, shoot. Oops. Uh... Yeah, I guess, um, so we know nothing about the moon base. Well, it's on the did, moon. Can, can any of you remember anything else I've said offhand about it? No, not really, to be honest. No. All right. So, nope. in which case, we get to a base investigation. You guys have to try and find out information about what the fuck is on the moon. <laughs> um. Yep. So you're going to have to try and look at people you can talk to from across the uh, across your time um, from across the campaign. Uh, anyone you can get in contact with. You can try and talk to that AI that you freed 
they oh, might security. know something. Yeah, security is somewhere doing something. <laughs> I believe there was some talk of we'll find a nice home for security, and then I have a feeling she works in a bank, but that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we got her a job. I think you got her a job. I can't remember what it was. I think it was security or something. That sounds yeah. about right. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to start by researching the moon base. The, the moon? The moon. Alright. I'm just, I'm just going to Google moon. No. You know, uh-huh. What... What does your actual Google search look like? Do you just type in the moon? No. Moon. Uh, ideal, ideal moon mark. bases. Ideal moon bases? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Gives you sure, a bunch make, of schematics being like, make, to make the ideal moon base. <laughs> make, make a research roll. Uh, you plus... put, so you've got, so you've got uh, moon base plus ideal. Do you have negative yeah. anything? Like, say, negative uh, NASA. So you don't just get yes. results. Yes, minus NASA. Right. Uh, uh, either way, I'm at plus six, so I think I did pretty well. All right, so you... Greg, you, Greg you is have, the Boolean master. You have to go to page two. <laughs> wow. You get a lot of, you get a lot of ESA Very results um, and the Chinese Space Agency, which I can't remember the acronym for. Glorious... People's Space Agency, probably. Um, That's about right. Uh, however, you do find a BuzzFeed article. International um, Space Administration. There you go. Uh, just, top, top 10 forgotten ideal bases. Um, apparently, it's by some guest blogger who has a YouTube channel um, about uh, breaking into uh, like the, f- the they have like, it's kind of like counting coup on the front door of a base. So like they it's don't not, go into the it's base. Not re- it's not They're by not- the guy who runs Insert Race here? No, no, it's not by Richmond. Um, no. or, or the people that run the Ragnar- uh, Ragnarok podcast that talks about the events of Ragnarok uh, even five years after the fact. Um, yeah, so it's like a counting coup kind of thing. They they go up and they just touch the front door uh, and then they don't go in because they don't have fucking superpowers and they don't have a death wish. Um, and so they're talking about... They talk about one uh, in the Pacific... Uh, on, like, a deserted island. They talk about one uh, up in the Himalayas, apparently. Uh, one in... Uh, one, apparently, there's a base hidden under Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> um, there's the secret base hidden inside the uh, rebuilt Washington Monument. Uh and then there's some talk about, uh, like, the last one on the list is, like, the, fable, the fabled moon base. Um, and uh, it talks about um, how after the first Apollo, the second Apollo mission, uh, NASA stopped visiting the uh, moon 
because um, they could just uh, they were just sending astronauts. They stopped sending rockets to the moon because they were just sending astronauts apparently through a secret government portal built in conjunction with the ideal. Uh, yada yada yada. Um, it's a lot more. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's a lot of hearsay and conspiracy talk, more so than the other entries. Like, it doesn't have any photos from it. This person hasn't actually visited it. Well, I mean, it's on the moon. It is, in uh, fact, on the moon. Any any hint about where or who might have who it might have belonged to? Uh, where? Uh, on the moon. Oh, okay. Uh, who it belonged to? Uh, the American government and the ideal of one of their few joint ventures. They didn't exactly okay. see eye to eye. Uh, okay, so it's owned by the government and the ideal. Uh, in that case, can... Let me just double-check my skill list here. Um, can I make a... Ooh, my computers is at plus one. Uh, can I make a computers check to try to hack the information out of gov- out of the government? Sure. Let's make this an opposed role. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it would have to be computers, right? It would have to be computers. Yeah. Okay. Well, fingers crossed, boys. Uh I am. I rolled four blanks, which puts you at plus one. Uh, and I'm going to invoke my smartest cloud in the room to put me at plus three. Well, you beat my plus two. Oof. Uh, so, from what government agency do you try to get this information? Um, probably NASA. Because it's on the moon. All right. Uh, so you hack some NASA server and get like reams and reams and reams of data about the moon, about its geographical, geographical, geological composition, um, about uh, you know insertion trajectories and things like that. A lot of math. A lot of math to sift through. Um. That's okay. And Greg then, is super smart. And uh, and as you're sifting through this over the next few days, you do find a few references to um, timed uh, teletransmission uh, windows uh, and accurate uh, transcription procedure. Uh, which seems to be talking about some kind of teleportation system. But all this stuff comes from, like, the late 60s and, you know, and the 70s and things like that. So it's uh, it's a lot of out-of-date terminology and equipment, uh, and it doesn't much make any sense to you, especially considering that most of the modern teleportation shit you know of uses... Well, all the ideal stuff uses point-to-point uh, teleportation, whereas this seems to be talking about, like, point your energy beam at a spot and try to hit it and get your 
object to arrive there. Hmm. Does it have? Is it a specific location? Uh, it looks to be several locations, hmm. um, but they are within three hundred kilometers of one another on the moon. Well, that that narrows it down a little bit. Um, I will. They I will all relay this. seem to be near the terminus. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, near side or far side, or both? Well, it's uh, they all seem to be talking about locations that are near. Uh, where when you can see the moon in the evening, right near the edge of the Earth-facing side during the evening of a full moon. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I will relay this information to my teammates and say uh, it's possible that there's a small 300-kilometer area that we could be looking at. Um, perhaps someone, one of you or both of you could try to talk to contacts. I'm not having much luck with research. Now, the scout team one did promise you some information on the base, um, but they haven't uh, revealed that to you yet. Hmm. Can we go ask them for it? You could. You could call them up. Like it might be ask. useful to get that first. Mm-hmm. To as a sure. basis of information. I'll give them a ring. All right. And you're a, after some pulls after out going a flip through, phone. <laughs> after going through some management and whatnot, you eventually get a hold of them. And. Uh, you hear one of the scout team goes like, uh, Yuri, what can we do for you? Just working uh, out some of the details for a new sure. uh, new ad campaign. Fab. Mm. Uh, we, uh, you guys owed us, uh, owed us a bit of intel on the moon. We were just looking to see what we could get. Just trying to, just trying to do our little, uh, do our duty of being informed about the next race. You know, got to got to prep. You thought you, you thought you might start your prep earlier this uh, this time, rather than <laughs> leaving it till you arrive until never. Line. Exactly. Yes. Look, we're yeah, nothing of course. if not we're nothing if not uh, adaptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, I mean. There's a few details we could share with you, uh, but the one thing that we did wanted to let you guys know about uh, is that there's a lot of... You're going to be dodging uh, more than craters out there. Uh, there's a lot of debris. Uh, you'll be entering a debris field. Uh, that is... Uh... That's up there, hidden in the darkness. On the moon or on the way to the moon? No, on the moon. 
Yeah. Right. All right. As as to what that uh it's a bumpy ride. As to what that debris field is, I leave I leave you guys to find that out, but I will tell you this, it is primarily metal. All right. Handy. Anything else you can tell us? Uh Probably, but uh, that's all you're getting at the moment. <laughs> all right. Well, have fun with your ad. Mm, mm. So, trying to pick out a name for this, you know, new lunar Raiderade drink. Um, Moonshot. Maybe. Maybe we could do something with werewolves. I don't know. Anyway. Fizzy side fun. of the moon. Passiona Floyd. Passiona Floyd. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Just spitballing That's... here. No bad ideas, they got one. <laughs> no bad ideas. All right. Talk to you crazy kids later. All right. Nicole goes dead. Hmm. You could, have a, you could have a jewel range. You could have a light side and a dark side. Moon edition. Yeah, you could have light side, dark side, moon drinks. Mm-hmm. Mix them together for new flavors. Yeah, yeah, you combine them for the um, eclipse. Raiderade eclipse. They have to chemically react violently when combined. Eclipse flavors. I sent my notes onto the Raiderade marketing team. <laughs> you you sent an email. Hey guys, just a few ideas. Just spitballing. No just bad some ideas. Crazy drink ideas. Take them or leave them. Count them as free. Do Whatever what you they... will. Whatever they do, the ad should just be Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey reprising their roles from Moon, and then they're doing a scene, <laughs> and it just breaks into an ad for for Raiderade. Yeah, they're just doing I don't know. I don't know drinking. if Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey exist in Base Raiders or not. They might be unique features of our Earth. Goodness, that would be a true shame. Man, we're freaking special. I know, right? We get to have Kevin Spacey and Sam Rockwell. But with a name like Kevin Spacey, you not well, I mean, he is from K-Pax, so. Um, uh, Yuri uh, uh, sends these notes off to Red Raid uh, and then thinks, um, actually, uh, and he, I'm not in my suit, so I, I go and, uh, my suit's sitting in a comfy armchair. I always mm-hmm. give him good seats available. You should uh, build like a fucking storage Usually in tent. like conspicuous spaces. Like I just leave him in like public areas sitting there. So that people think you're there? Park benches. That kind of thing. Ah, yes. All the park benches around your compound in New Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I sit on top of like lifesaver watch out chairs. Sonny's on. Oh, yeah. 
Ah, yes, all those all those lifesaver beach chairs they have in New Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they have bridges. Uh, okay, I go yeah, on. but I don't. Um, I don't think that they have lifesavers. <laughs> anyway, I'm not even God. sure they have lifesavers. The candy. Um, I go on. I'm gonna go pop in my suit. Um. Uh, hey, hey, bud, 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 bud. Yes. We're going to the moon. Mm. Mm, mm. You know anything about the moon? Well, I mean, there's apparently an ideal base there. You know anything about that? Can I can, can recall forces anything? Can sometimes affect the strength and duration of dimensional energy. Hmm? Ask me if I know anything about the moon. Sometimes. The gravitational pull of the moon can affect... Do you know anything about an ideal base on the moon? I do not have any records of that, but I do not have complete records of ideal bases. Only the facilities that I had previously visited. Yeah, yes or no no answers are good, you know, just just to be clear. It's a no, them. Yeah, good. Yeah, cool. (laughs) So sassy, Finn. Yeah, bud. Have a good day, Sudi. Could could Wait, you build on. a nutrient tank or something? Uh, sure. Uh, it and would then we be... cut to we cut to the suit sitting in a bucket of rain around. Oh yuck! Sitting in like a paddling pool. Yeah, a little shell, a little shell pool, just like crouched. Yeah, what, what are those? Just feed it in the fear nuts. <laughs> I'm like, you good, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, we're just like an Etheronut, like sitting at Yeah, is anybody early. working on the cultivation of Etheronuts? No, uh, I'm sure. agriculturalists, right? Sure. That could be Amriel's contribution to this. Uh, she, is, <laughs> she is menacing the locals into, into uh, starting a... I feel uh, like they'd be into it. You feel like they like, would? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, I just I don't, don't I don't know, know if you need to intimidate the locals manage, into becoming though. a... Like you guys people work for. Yeah, like just give them jobs. You don't have to fucking menace them. Give them a, an opportunity to make money. Yeah. Uh, although you guys don't have a lot of liquid assets, so you might need. Uh, I'm gold. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I was wondering for- when that was going to become a direct problem. <laughs> We've gotten so far. Surprised Greg hasn't just bought America or something. <laughs> well, you don't buy, want to devalue it. Right. Buy all right. of America's debt <laughs> and then default on it. Will this cover? <laughs> Not in my world. I just flip them off as I fly away. Um. Yeah. Sure, you you start making your own fucking currency. <laughs> Mint a shit ton of coins. Um increase the uh increase the availability of gold and drive down its value like of Greg, the material. I feel like Greg should really have one of the the aspects not the aspects, one of the skill trappings of resources. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> to cover drop gold s- production. Add, drop some skill points on adding that trapping. <laughs> I still think it would be better spent on a spaceship. 
show it. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what all right, this can represent. Yeah, what, one one uh, of my uh, one of my characters' overall goals was become was to become rich and famous and start a cult of personality. So it, it would make sense for anybody to have the wealth trapping. Yeah, you haven't really worked on that cult of personality thing since you Not did really. that podcast. Didn't well, you? I guess you're going to become a famous industrialist. Yeah, you're going to become famous. Uh, start a whole chain of grocery stores. Agriculturalist. Yeah. Exotic grocery stores across the globe. Yep. Real whole Emery food. Emery fruit and veg. <laughs> Farmer Ams. Demon, <laughs> demon's choice. Tropical produce. Oh no no no! Uh, it, it has to be like forbidden fruit. Oh, oh yeah, there it you go. It'd be a sin not to eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see the ads now. It's hellishly nutritious. <laughs> In brackets, that, that it's a complete food. That doesn't sound positive. Hellishly nutritious sounds like the way you'd describe a Cheeto. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With hellishly low prices. Prices so low. It's devilishly affordable. It'll seem like a sin. (laughs) Covet thy neighbor's fruit bowl. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, so what's Emriel doing? I feel like Emriel's... Um, how, how, how does Emriel work on this farming project, and how does she bend it to her needs? Um, well, uh, the reason I said intimidating and menacing people into um, doing the work is because that's the skill that I have. Um, that's, that's what I'm superhumanly good at. It's all right. you know. You don't necessarily need to use a skill for this. Okay. Um, in in that case, I guess Amriel would... Gosh, I don't know how you go about starting a company other than to... Um, we, have, we have an well, idea. Well, first of all, you don't even know if this shit's going to grow. All right. So I guess, I guess we would start... So let's with, start somewhere. We would start with that, with... Um, Find, doing some botanical experiments to see if it if it takes to surface uh, ecology. Right. So you've got a trunk full of these coconut thingies. Now I don't know if coconuts are actually seeds. So let's find out how one co- co- cultivates a coconut. Coconut farms. I want a list of coconut farms. I want a Wikipedia about coconut farms. Um. All right. Let's just find. Let's just try coconuts then. There we go. Coconut trees. Um, production and cultivation. Hmm. It's not clear whether... Hmm. 
Coconut Wikipedia, you're not useful. <laughs> Why don't we just hire Be more informative? Farmer. Yeah, just don't understand why we just hire farmers. Alright, so the coconut palm does in fact have a... It does, it, the coconut is in fact the seed of the coconut palm. Problem solved. Done. So. So we stick them in the ground and water them. Yeah, so you've got a trunk full. You make you, you find a nice little spot to get this going on your compound that you've sort of carved out of this country. We, we might do them in pots to start. Pots? They'd have to yeah. be fucking large pots, but sure, no, I guess. Just, just to start them. Yeah, I mean, we would probably right. want to ex- experiment with different, like, pH in the soil and other yeah. lighting conditions and things yeah. we know, know nothing about. You know that they were growing in a volcanic sand, which you have. Have an abundance. Um, the oxygen content of that area was pretty high. So you probably want to try and grow them up on the, on the side of the volcano mountain to get that. Oh, no, but the oxygen content was high, rather. Hmm. Right. You might need to grow them in a greenhouse. Yeah, that's why I think we need to do them indoors. Yeah. Or it might not matter at all. They might be hardy enough that they can grow. They're a complete food and they're completely viable. A complete plant. Uh, so after after package. after a few weeks, it does seem like this stuff is going to grow. Um, so that's something to do in the off season. Become coconut farmers. <laughs> um, Athera nuts. Athera nut farmers. Sorry, Athera nuts. Uh, there you go. Uh, it seems like it's going to work. It's going to take a while to get this up to an actual farmable crop because you've got like you've got you brought back like maybe fifty of these things at most. Not all of those are going to germinate and grow, and then you're going to have to try uh, and then you're going to have to try and double your crop and so on and so forth. It's going to take time. I don't know how long it takes for these trees to grow to their full size. Um, however, Five days. apparently a tall coconut palm can yield up to 75 fruits per year. Huh? So, you know, wow, it's a lot more than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, profit. Yeah, should work. Oh, that's what they look like when they're growing. Surprising. Well, anyway. but coconut palms also produce their first fruit in 6 to 10 years, taking 15 to 20 years to reach peak production. Hmm. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm a demon. I got time. Yeah, you got time. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. So, in, in between the research, there is one thing that Greg would like to do. Um, Does it involve your thing that you brought back? Yes, yes. Um, do you remember... I didn't write it down. The name of the woman at the bar? Let's see if I made note of it. Campaign notes. Oh, no. She, yeah, she had a name. Uh, I know she had a name. Isabel. Isabella. Isabella, right. Yes. She has a sundress. She is noted in my notes as sundress scientist. Oh, wow. Uh, so Greg, uh, walks over to Sundress Scientist, um, uh, a day or two after they get back. Yeah. Uh, and says, Isabella, 
Um, <clears throat> I I wanted to apologize for my behavior at the bar the for the last race. It was not my intention to uh, cause you any psychological or emotional or social harm. Um, it it is just that uh, my race. Uh, <sighs> Being on Earth is is very confusing for me, and I do not think I am capable of those sorts of emotions. And I wanted to let you know that, but I did it in the wrong way. But I would very much... I I understand. I get it. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, And while uh, I do not value uh, or do not need and a... Wh- and while I do not value you... <laughs> <laughs> and while I think your whole species is a waste now, uh, while I do not need uh, romantic partners, I would very much like to have you as a friend. And I brought you this as a token of that friendship. And then Greg, in his hollow body, reaches into his chest and oh. pulls out... Uh, the flower that he got in the Hollow Earth, and and hands uh, it to her, and is and it's encased in like glass and shit. Yeah, because I don't want to accidentally murder her with a poisonous plant. Oh, um, it's very wonderful. We should talk at some point about pockets. Oh, oh yes, yes, I have heard of those. I'm sorry, this whole thing of having a body is even newer than having a personality. Well, I apologize. You can list objects, so you should, in theory, we could, you could even have a backpack. Uh, oh, I never thought of that. I could cheeseburger have a backpack? backpack. <laughs> I could have a backpack. Wow. Yep. You guys talk about the wonders of... Garments. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to. I wanted to. Greg wanted to apologize to her. Brilliant. Uh, so there's more research to be done, um, yeah. and there's <laughs> modifications that need to be made to the Datsun. Yep. <clears throat> So if we have to go through a, a metallic debris field, that sounds like a crashed, crashed spaceship. Or multiple crashed spaceships. Mm. Um, so maybe we can research spaceship crashes on the moon? Uh, could I do that? Sure. Well, how? Google? You're going to use Google Moon, which is a thing. Uh, I'm not going to use Google Moon, but uh, all NASA photographs are public public record. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and if there's any lunar orbiters, they should have pictures of... uh, I'm assuming that there are lunar orbiters in this world, so NASA would have pictures of that. Go for it. Uh, Uh, plus five. Mm-hmm. Um, you notice that there, um, 
the lunar orbiters do not give perfect coverage of the moon. That's what I was going to say. If there's no wreckage, is there an area that's conspicuously absent? Uh, It's not clear. There's a lot of areas that are not photographed in high detail. It looks like there's been a lot of focus on the polar regions um, and the equatorial band. Um, and it looks, uh, uh, lots of photos of the areas where the moon landing, early moon landings happened and things like that. Um, and there is a photo of what looks to be an ideal base, um, near what would be the terminus on a full moon, uh, evening. Okay. Because the terminus shifts. That's what makes the moon look like different shapes. So on the on the full moon evening, would this base be on the near side or the far side? It'd be on the. So if you're looking at the moon on a on a full moon night, it is Mm -hmm. on the edge of a dinner plate. It is on the rim of a coin. That is its position because the moon looks like a disc from Earth. So that is this base's position when there is a full moon. So it's like right on the terminus. Right basically. on the terminus. Okay. Uh, well, I think I may have found the base. Uh, but it's it's right there. You don't see any debris fields near it or anything. When is the picture dated? Uh, 2013. Uh. Okay. So yeah. it could be a more recent thing. Or when, when Yuri spoke to the scout team one rep, they told him that he was going to have to dodge things. Maybe it's a debris field that they plan to create. <laughs> I just blow uh, up a moon, a spaceship, or a blow up the moon. <laughs> yes, blow up the moon for a fucking. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> hey, the ratings, though. Oh, man, the ratings. Okay, so we have we have basic coordinates. That's good. Um, I mean, depending on how soon you finish your spaceship, you could just fucking fly out there. That's what I was thinking. We can't start, we can't. There's nothing to stop us from, like, scoping it out, right? Yeah. As long as we don't enter the base. As long as you don't enter the base. And Uh, as long as you don't, like, leave anything behind. Okay. It's like if there was a race in Sydney, you guys living, like, in uh, the Torres Strait area, you could just travel to fucking Sydney and just stay there all month studying the area and familiarizing yourself with the location. That is totally prep work you can do. Okay. Um, So, yeah, so Greg's going to work on the spaceship then. See if he can speed up getting it spaceworthy. Anybody else got any other research projects in mind? Anyone they want to talk to? Any long-lost relatives that might work for a space agency? It seems... 
Awfully like a long shot. <laughs> yeah. Amriel, do you know any space demons? Space like from demons. Doom? <laughs> Aren't the Doom aliens space demons? Yeah, do you know the they Lord are. of Mars? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Are you in, are you in with the dragon? <laughs> are you down with the sickness? Oh no! Fuck Nurgle. Hmm. Um, would would I know any demons who could give me knowledge for a favor of some kind, or? I mean, sure. Okay, where do you, where do you go to get in contact with demons? Um, Other than hell. Mm. Well, I don't well, really know. Don't, Hell's don't ten, tends to be a one way trip. Yeah, yeah. They don't really like you leaving. Hmm. Um, I would say. Maybe, maybe Amriel made some some other demonic contacts in the underground um, before she turned pro. Mm. Um, so she meets this person, um, this this other demonic being, um, on a subway platform in New York City. You've got to go all the way to fucking New York City for this, Jesus. All right, that's a long way to fly. It's uh, a really long way to fly. That's the Pacific Ocean and a continent away. But by all means, New York City. Well, we've got weeks, right? So. Well, yeah, you've got like a couple. So maybe Amriel is doing some kind of a. After after she uh, gets the planter set up, uh, she's doing some kind of a public speaking tour. Sure. To so drum, can... drum up support for her cult of personality. So you're going to go to... You're going to do a public tour of the east coast of yeah. North America. Uh, it, it, it starts in... Uh, Canada and and proceeds down to the Caribbean. It's going to be um, colleges, colleges and universities because I want to. Gutenberg hooks you up with a flight. Um, you have to go through uh, Croatia uh, to get there. Um, there's like th- there's like four layovers. Um, it's a horrible flight. The service is terrible, but you don't have to pay. Uh, and finally, you arrive. Uh, and so, what does this tour <coughs> look like? What are the kind of things you're talking about, and what are the kind of venues you're in? Um, hmm. As I as I said, I, I think I want to go colleges and universities. Um, mm-hmm. I want to I want to generate as much like outrage as I can for my speaking con- engagements, so that way a lot of people show up to them. Are you talking about the situation in South Africa? Um, Should sure. I remind you what the situation in South Africa is? Yes, please do. Um, there was a DIY superpower movement where lots of young people were using 
not boost patches, but similar stuff to give them like a few hours of superpowers. And then, like, you know, there was a big moral outcry that, you know, base raiders and base raiding and all this shit was destroying the youth of today. And how do we know that these super drugs are safe? And then some cops raided a power party. And in the ensuing chaos, um, hundreds of civilians got killed and, a f- and like a hundred cops got killed um, by people with powers. Uh, because like the cops were cracking down on their fun and the people were like, fuck you. Uh, and so then there were riots and things like that and uh, a lot of demonstrations where it's like you can't you can't put the genie back in the bottle we know that we can make ourselves better and you're just jealous that we have superpowers and you have to be crusty old people who, who are going to die while we become immortal gods of the future um, and it was unique because it was it kind of crossed ethnic lines. So, like, these teenagers empowering themselves came from a lot of different ethnic backgrounds. Um, the one thing that united them all was that they were poor. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what's Emriel's spin? On that, um, I, I guess she's going to she's going to point out that um, morality is just is a is a facile mechanism uh, used by the powerful to control your behavior. Um, they want you to consider the um, the actions that are that are dangerous to the status quo uh, to be immoral and unjustifiable. So you're suggesting that um, you're suggesting that uh, okay, all right, yeah, that's fucking off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, that's fucking wild. Morality is uh, is a chain that the powerful use. To keep you enslaved. Right. Exactly. The only true liberation comes from free choice. Okay. Bit of an anarchist, aren't you? Yeah. Well, she's a demon, so... Uh, What... uh, Are there any other highlights from this tour? Um... Um, Obviously, you don't have a visa to enter the United States, considering that base rating is illegal there, and you are essentially an incredibly popular, charismatic terrorist in the eyes of the American government. So how do you you get into the U.S.? Um, hmm... Gutenheben gets you into Canada under the guise uh, of uh, of uh, political representative. Okay. Um, so, I suppose... Um, hmm. 
Who who might smuggle me in? Hmm, I don't. I haven't made any real like. Well, you can invent something, something that might come up if we ever do a base raiders setting game again. There is All the right. mat. I'm pretty sure there is a magical underground railroad that deals with, like, right. I'm pretty sure that's a function of the underground. Well, I, I did say that uh, Amriel had contacts from the underground, so yeah, maybe maybe she um, she used them to uh, help. She she got them to smuggle her across the border. And what does the mystic smuggler uh, who helps you get across the border look like? Um, they are an androgynous um, wizard with long flowing uh, purple robes and and black hair. Uh, who they 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 never speak. Um, they communicate entirely in uh, gestures and um, facial expressions. Uh, and for our other players, what do you guys think this wizard's domain is? Hmm. Like, the type of magic he does or where he lives domain? The type of magic that they do. Um... Don't misgender the wizard I just made up. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's not misgender powerful wizards. Um, um, like divination, maybe. Like okay. path and like pathfinding and stuff. Like if you go to gay people across the border. Yeah, that's that's a good. Yeah. Uh, a good domain. Um, what's the lake that Chicago sits on? That the other side of it is in Canada. Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Is it just Lake Michigan? I thought it was yeah. Lake Michigan. Um. So, uh, you, you catch a train out to, uh, Lake Michigan, um, and you meet this wizard there, um, who somebody put you, someone from the underground put you in contact with, um, and, uh, takes you out on a boat, and you're just a kind of sitting there on this boat, and then... It starts to rain, and the rain gets heavier and heavier and heavier until it's, like, obscuring you. Uh, and then they take... They start to sail straight across the lake, but they keep going in really weird patterns. Like, you, the boat curves in on its own wake at one point, uh, and it doesn't take you long to realize that they are, like, avoiding being seen by every other boat on this lake. Um, but you pass within distance of the boats, but everyone's looking in another direction, or everyone just misses seeing you. It is freaky weird. Uh, and then uh, you, you know, pull up near this um shitty old like fisherman's jetty um and the wizard just points inland alright uh, I will I will nod and then uh, take take my bag I guess that I've brought mm-hmm. and walk into the US a free demon <laughs> and now here you are in the United States 
Um, so I imagine you perform, you know, like... I imagine the people you get in contact with on, like, college campuses in the U.S., are like student bodies and things like about like legalization of superpowers and shit like that and like transhumanist DIY communities and weird ass maker f- clubs that you know make eye implants and shit for themselves and yeah installing shit with scalpels and ethanol bought from a pharmacist you know, they've they've all got t- training as uh, as tattoo artists and shit because that's the only medical training they could get. Um, and uh, in New York, uh, you know, late at night, you're on a train platform, uh, and. Is it another demon that you meet? Um, I think so. Right. Uh, and out of uh, and out of the blackness um, of the rail tunnel, walking seemingly um, in the middle of the air, walks a woman in a suit with like. Rotten egg yellow skin. Uh, and she's walking towards towards you. It's like she's standing inside a ghost train. Okay. And walking down the middle aisle of it. Because uh, that's the height that she's at. But she's just walking on air. And then she walks down uh, and then steps off of this invisible train almost, onto the platform and walks up to you. Ah, Emriel, it has been some time since I have seen you. That it has. I was hoping that I might uh, contract your services. Of course. What is it that you need, my famous friend? Some intel. What do you want? News from home? Or something more material? More material. I have no desire to know what's going on back there. Things have been getting interesting since the disappearances, but very well. The disappearances is referring to uh, Ragnarok. (laughs) Gotcha. Because I'm sure there were some fucking demon supervillains that went missing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably left a power vacuum as demons just disappeared from fucking existence. I'm sure they're all clawing each other's eyes out down there over whoever it was that's gone missing, but I found myself caught up in this ace rating, and the it final leg of this journey is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I just going to say it was. Lu- it is a lucrative business, if you care about the material. I'm interested in your little tour 
of the East Coast. Uh, been making some waves. Uh, I would recommend cancelling tomorrow's appearance. Uh, what's a city that is south of New York City? Um, Washington, is- Philadelphia, Boston. Philadelphia. There we go. I thought Boston was north. Yeah, no, no. I, just, I was about to correct myself. Boston's north. Yeah. yeah. You're going to say Baltimore? Yes. Baltimore. Yeah. I would recommend canceling your appearance in Baltimore. I believe that uh, the anti-base raiding task force has gotten wind of your arrival. And to catch a base raider like yourself, one of the internationally famous, would be quite a notch in their belt. Uh, I'd recommend cancelling or going prepared. Well, thank you for the tip. What exactly is it that you need to know about your upcoming race? Well, we understand that it is to take place at an ideal base on the moon, uh, located at the terminus um, between the night side and the day side. What we don't know, what we don't know is who the base belongs to. Yes. (laughs) We know where the base is, but not anything else about it. Very well. Uh, And she sort of grabs your hand and takes it. Um, and a kind of sixth finger comes out from her wrist uh, and scratches down your forearm and hand as you start to bleed. What color is Emriel's blood? <clears throat> kind of picturing uh, like an indigo or a purple. Okay. Uh, and she sort of uh, lets it run out for a minute, and then with her f- uh, her weird little finger thing, she kind of traces a few patterns in it, and then she licks your hand. She sort of tastes her mouth for a minute. Hmm. Hmm. Are you sure that you have the correct location of this base? Because that's not what I'm seeing in your future. I am seeing the moon, and I remember it's cold embrace well. But I'm not seeing an ideal facility. I'm seeing something from further, something altogether more alien. But but familiar to you. I should think. I see a fleet of warships. And at their heart, a true prize. A flagship sitting mostly intact amongst the lunar regolith. Now, um, out of character, the the history of this world. What were the what were the big invasions again? Because I remember there were two of them. There were the Ludians, I believe, which are the insectoids, and the Greys. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, those are the two that I remember off the top of my head. However, 
Let's see if there's a chapter in Base Raiders that is listed as Alien Invasions. Um, the World Now, Cold War Before Ragnarok, Underground, Factions, Base Raiding, Gaining Superpowers. Okay. I'm going to guess Factions on page 47. Can I jump to... I can't jump to pages. Fuck you. Whatever this thing is called. Lumen PDF reader. Ross Payton in his no, his no index book. Does it not have an index? No, it does not. What the hell, Ross? Who doesn't index a role-playing book? All right. Oh, it's the Lutians, not the Ludians. Greys, an alien species Duh. left over from the 1950s invasion of Earth. Most are psychic and fear the US government. Small grey-skinned. Uh, the uh, Lutians are an alien species which tried to conquer Earth in the 1978 invasion. Thousands were less stranded and many of them have spawned a new generation of Earth-born aliens. Humanoids who look like a mix between an insect and a crab. Those are the two main alien invasions. Okay. Hmm. Um, do you think that would ring any bells for Amriel? Probably not. Amriel's never been on a spaceship and has never encountered an alien army. Right. Really? You didn't fight the Greys because your master didn't give a shit. You didn't fight the Ludians because your master didn't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> she could be talking about the fact that they're warships, and that's why they'd be familiar to you, as okay. in their purpose is familiar to right, you. Right, right, right. Why don't Why don't you ask her? Uh, no, you could ask. What do you mean? What? What? <clears throat> Sorry, um, I didn't take the mystery out of it. But... Right. <laughs> do you ask her what does she mean? What What do you What do you mean? I I don't have time for for cryptic prophecies. I, I need... You take the fun out of this. I'm so used to dealing with humans who think they can only get cryptic answers. I was just being dramatic. They're clearly warships, as I can see from looking into your future. I think you will be able to find your way around them for the most part. Uh, I do not know what race they hail from, but uh, I do not much care for the studying of the rest of the universe. The rest of the universe has its own demons. I'm Earth born and raised. Lucky you. Yes, well, unfortunately I didn't fight in the Great War like yourself. Second generation demon, me. Hey, like I said, lucky you. I do... It does have its perks, although I can never rise to the great stations of your kind. Anyway, is there anything else I can help you with? Perhaps I can interest you in some weaponry for your appearance tomorrow? 
What do you have? I have a wide collection of things. Do you know that the humans had a warehouse full of magical artifacts? <laughs> Most of them gathered from the Great Wars, but uh, some a bit more man. contemporary. Top men. <laughs> the thing about termites, they'll rot everything. It's not just the wood rot you have to worry about. It's the surrounding materials. Um. Can you show me anything in uh, some demonic armor? Some armor. Demonic? I think not. But I do have... The defiled armor of St. Michael. It was defiled? Yes, yeah, somebody took great care to make it uh, demon-appropriate. Uh, there is also the wind armor of uh, Quetzalcoatl, which I have acquired. Uh he had a lot of those breastplates made. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have the robes of the defiled one, Sandro Beatrice. Hmm. I'm kind of digging the defiled armor of St. Michael, just from your description of it. Well, by all means. Uh, now, it's a one-of-a-kind item, so it is a bit costly. I could have my friend make you some gold. <laughs> it's a one-of-a-kind item. I do not need gold. I need something of equal use. Hmm. How about 20 skill points? <laughs> <laughs> Want to buy some boost patches? <laughs> How about two copper pieces? Ooh, you drive a hard bargain. Everything everything that Amriel has is um, not really defined in terms of story terms, so... Uh, can I can I spend some skill points to say that I have recovered something from one of our base raids that might be of use to this person? Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe. What are you thinking of? You haven't really. There's only one mystic base you've r raided. She seems pretty interested in mystical artifacts. Yeah. Um. We're we're using the angel heart to um, to power the spaceship. Yes, okay. uh, that was the plan. So I can't give her that. Um. What is something we would have recovered from the Nile Delta run? 
Something Egyptian. Yeah. Think of an Egyptian god and think of an item that they may have had. Did we not steal the book and get cursed for all eternity? I think we didn't. Now that you, I remember this. I remember quiet. the logic of it. I think you... Yeah, it was if you touched that... we were like, mm, let's it not, wasn't actually. A, it wasn't a book. It was his amulet. It was like, yeah. well, we could take the amulet and have his amazing powers. <laughs> like, yeah, but then you stop being a player character. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I will, I can sell her that. Tell her it comes with, uh, with a possessing wizard, a sorcerer. You get you get his powers, but you also get you also get possessed. So it's it's a good it's a good fuck you item. What uh, what was the name of this ancient wizard? Oh God, what was he? It is in the campaign notes. I I can't get into the campaign notes because I'm logged into Ragnarok. Ah, Setman Toth. Setman Toth. Ah, Setman Toth. Well, I may have someone who's interested in that. Uh, it's not quite an equivalent, though. How about... I'll tell you what, I'll do it for Setman Toth and two favors. Well, you drive a hard bargain, and I'm really worried about what I'm going to have to do for you, but <laughs> you've been very helpful, so sure. We have a deal. Uh, uh, should uh, Will you be able to collect that before you leave the country? Uh, where from? Uh, when, we, when were you planning to fly out? I could have it shipped to, I assume, a private airfield. Um, well, the plan was I was going to fly out of... I was, I was going to take, a, uh, take a, a boat to Cuba from University of Miami and then fly out of there. But, uh, I, uh... I could see what I could do. Of course, you could always collect the armor in Miami and wear it to your destination. Not a bad plan. Well, you give me a call when you're in the area, and I'll ship it. Uh, I'll ship it out now. I have some people in Miami that can hold it. Uh, and she walks uh, off down the platform, uh, and then she slowly fades away to nothingness. Earthbound demons give me the creeps. <laughs> Always so theatrical. All not needing to be summoned to Earth and shit. Amriel boards the next subway train, like, muttering to herself and... Yeah, and all the people fucking looking at you. (laughs) 
Well, I suppose not that many people. I don't know how crowded a late-night New York subway car is. Some can be very crowded. Yeah, it depends on the day. All right, so there's, like, a bunch of people that are looking at you as you're wearing, like, a hoodie and some long pants, but you've still got, you know, taloned hands and a red face and your wings shoved into a backpack awkwardly. Amriel uh, Amriel takes out her... uh, Apple earbuds and and just puts them on and Apple I, that doesn't sound like a sponsor that we'd have no oh uh, God who would it be um... Apple <laughs> pear yeah it can't be pear uh, you know what I bet, I bet the uh, the extreme sunglass company that sponsors us also makes like sports headphones. So there are those. Oh, yeah, so okay. maybe dimension. Oh, X-ray eyewear has uh yeah. has has some ex- has some sporting earbuds. <laughs> sure. So you put on your um X-ray earbuds that seem to pulse with an unearthly light. They've got full stereophonic surround sound and 3D audio quality. You know, other things that don't make sense, but people put on the sides of headphone packets. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Amriel puts on some tunes. What, what kind of music does Amriel listen to as she is trying not to? <laughs> feel like an entire train is staring at her, worried. Um, my my first impulse is to say thrash metal, something that you can just wail to. I was thinking thrash metal, but I also think it would be hilarious if it was like calm classical music. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a soundscape. It's one of those <laughs> like the ocean lapping at the beach. It's like Reminds a keyboard in the background. Um. Uh, a few, so back, uh, back on the island, um, Yuri, it's the middle of the day. What are you doing? Um, I think, uh, wait, so is, is Greg, I mean, the spaceship is essentially structured together. Yeah, it's structurally together. They're skinning it. They need to give it an atmosphere and a means of recycling said atmosphere. And then they kind of need to get it into space. But, uh, you know, it's coming along. Yep. Uh, I think at the current moment, Yuri is in the, like, hangar bay garage workshop of the the spaceship right so originally the spaceship didn't have one of those it did have several bomb bays though so i imagine you've refit one of those i should we should we emptied the bombs out well yeah they they were gone most of them yeah i i kind of imagine when we got the spaceship it was basically a hollow shit like each deck had just been stripped bare so basically, just like a big hollow shell with a with a command room. 
Effectively, a lot of the weapons and shit had been pulled out because they were nuclear bombs and the French government didn't want you to give, have those. Understandably. But, uh... They're easy enough to make. Yeah, indeed, when you can just fucking turn any element into (laughs) any other element. Right. Greg's Uh, just here to destabilize your entire economy. Yep. Yuri gets a gets a call over the radio. Uh, Yuri, it's quick question. Uh, he like how, flips up his welding helmet, takes the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg. How important is breathing to you and Amriel? Uh, me, Bailey, Amriel, very. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Click. <laughs> you you you're, I'll your keep working. Suit, your suit can hold an atmosphere for some time. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't so been fairly important. It hasn't been thoroughly tested. <laughs> um, and you definitely don't think it can endure a vacuum. Alright. Well, However, we'll it, can ex- it can endure the cosmic rays of being on the surface of the moon, so there's that. You won't yeah. have to worry about being irradiated by space. That's the main problem, right? That's the main problem. You just need, like, a fucking scuba tank otherwise. Uh... <laughs> uh, so you go back to welding? Uh, yeah, so I think it's essentially Yuri is... All of this time of Amriel going to America and Greg doing Greg things... Uh, is Yuri spent uh, working on the Datsun. Um, And making this bomb bay into more of a workshop. Yeah, I essentially just, like, wheel a bunch of shit in and then, like, knock out some walls. Mm -hmm. Um, The big uh, kind of round room when everything's done because you are on the bottom part of the ship where all the bombs were extruded, and they were extruded. Mm-hmm. If you remember the way that you got to the bomb-launching areas was like this ring, ring catwalk around the bottom of the thing. Yeah. Uh, so once you've knocked out all the walls and shit and the engines have all been moved to different locations already by Greg and TKS, uh, you just have this big kind of round room um. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, do you have any assistants or anything? Are there any TKS people in here or anything like that? Um. Any of the 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 islanders? Yeah, I feel like I have some mechanics. Um, I am I am capable of working alone, but I understand the benefits of having a crew. One of the. A TKS technicians is like showing, uh, is installing like this um, weird ass drill multi tool set thing with like meta material drill heads and shit. Uh-huh. Um, he t- he's explained it to you what it's for like five times and you're still not quite sure why you'd use that over a normal drill set, but he's installed it. Um, and then somebody uh, runs in and says something in Portuguese, and then the guy installing the drills sort of taps you on the shoulder, 
uh, and says in Japanese, "There's, uh, there's, there's, there's something uh, going on with Emriel." And the guy, that, the guy, the guy that came in pulls out his phone, and it shows you a YouTube video of a right. demon put, uh, that is clearly Emriel putting three transit cops through the window of a subway car. Uh, is this a YouTube video or a live video? It's a YouTube video. Um, right. It was uploaded about an hour ago. <laughs> Good. Uh, I call so- Emriel. Uh, em- Emriel, you are... I wish it was a live video for this reason. <laughs> I know. Emriel, you are... You're, uh... Do you go high or low after escaping these cops? Do you hide in the sewers, like in the warrens of New York, or do you like fly up to the top of a building somewhere? Um, I'm going to go high. Yeah, right. King Kong it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, in which you... case, I definitely I like call Amrail, and on this like tablet, I like check for other news alerts about demon in New York, and then find a like a live police helicopter stream. <laughs> yeah, there's this brooding demon on a fucking building. Uh, Ariel, there's a big light shining in your eyes uh, as you fo- as you feel your phone vibrating in your jacket. Um, I will I will answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Ariel, what's up, Yuri? It's very windy uh, up was- here. It's hard to hear yeah. anything. I was just going to ask you the same thing. Um. You, uh, specifically, I mean, yeah, what's up, Emriel? Uh, currently. On top of buildings. Currently me. Um, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. So, 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 so what the, the chain of events here is some transit cops got called by people in your carriage being like, there's a demon. <laughs> um, they came to politely ask you to come to the station. And I would, and I assumed that you refused. Yeah, no, that's that's a, a fair assumption. Uh, and then you got out of there, uh, and now you're up on this building. Um, just to uh, if I as if to I as to anything that happened between getting out of the subway car and arriving at the top of this building, you can fill that in as you like. Did did you tell us you were going to America? Yes. Yeah. She said she was going to meet some people and also do some uh, politi- right. some politicking. So, so how's the campaign trail, Emriel? Uh, it's a little rocky so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting some. Well, I guess I guess all all publicity is good publicity, hey. Ma'am, we are going to need you to come down from that building. I, I, this is the New York City Police Department. I, I flip them off. Continue. Uh, Apparently, it's illegal to be a demon in New York. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's illegal so to be racist. a lot of minorities in New York. Uh, so uh, is now a good time to chat? Well, I have a few minutes. Um, yeah, I think okay. I'm, I think I'm canceling the rest of my speaking tour. 
right. <laughs> well, you know, this will drum up more support anyway. I think so. Uh, so how how'd your meetings go? What did you find? Well, um, I met with this demon who spilled my blood and read my future, and she told me that um, the base we're looking for is not an ideal base. It's uh, an ideal base. What happened? <laughs> an ideal base. An ideal base. Mm. Uh, what it, is it then? It's some kind of war fleet. Uh huh. Oh, um, what? Who? Huh? She didn't say. She was being very cryptic. She. Right. Uh, I. Your I, front? I did. I did. Uh, most she would say is that there was a, a some something very much worth having at the heart of the war fleet, and that we weren't looking for a. A base on the moon. Oh. Well, you was like, it is, it is like all the phone down. He's like, guys, guys, stop fiddling with hydraulics. Get the rocket boosters. And I come back on the phone with Amriel. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not. It's it's on the moon, but it's not on the moon. Well, it's it's not it's not a base. It's it's a a fleet of buried warships, maybe or crashed warships. Could explain that debris field that uh, Scout Team 1 mentioned. Mm. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds helpful. Um, do, you, do, you, do you need a hand? Do you need, I don't know. Do you want me to call you a cab? Uh, I, don't know if, uh, I don't know if cabs stop all the way up here. Probably not, is my guess. Yeah, yeah all right. I think I'm going to uh, try to uh, see if I can shake this helicopter tail, and if not, then just fly as fast as I can out of uh, U.S. airspace. you got to go to Miami and pick up your fucking new armor. Mm. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a fun time, Emeril. Uh Yep, it's going to be great. I'm really sad I can't be there. Well, hey, it'll probably be on the internet, so... Yeah, all right. I'll just keep this live stream open. Uh, uh, ma'am! Ma'am, I, I have been authorized to fire upon you if you will not come down from that building. Please, please, please fly to the bottom of this building... Uh, where where we have some officers that would like to like you to answer some questions. Uh, this is your final warning. I will fire upon you unless you surrender. Um, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna make as as close to eye contact as I can with the helicopter pilot. Probably gonna be pretty difficult with, with the spot in my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to stare through that as best I can, uh, and I'm going to let out a terrifying demonic roar and use my Ascendant Tear Menace trapping. Go for it. Let's see. Do you hang up the phone, Yuri? Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm a human. I usually say goodbye before we finish talking. All right. That, that, that sounds right. 
<laughs> All right. So in, in that case, I will I will say uh, before I do this, I'll say I, I gotta go, Yuri, and I'll hang up. And Yuri well, just like kind of like looks at the phone. And he's like, "Hi, Stephen. All right, bye, Amriel." <laughs> Close his phone. Um, I'm going to I got I got a plus two. Um, and I'm going to invoke my complication ugliest sin because that's going to make me more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so up to plus four. The helicopter kind of jerks. Um, and then a news helicopter that had come in close. Uh, they both kind of get within like ten meters of one another as the as this thing jerks back, and then all the pilots in both helicopters start to freak the fuck out. Um, and then they both kind of pull away from the area. Then I assume you take wing. Yeah, I'm gonna ditch as fast as I can. Where where do you fly roughly towards? Um, let's see. If I'm done speaking at uh, if I'm done speaking in New York, then I'll probably go toward Philadelphia, which is my next stop. All right, cool. So you fly towards Philadelphia, uh, and you know you feel your phone vibrating in your pocket. You're flying away from New York City. Maybe you know, ten, twenty minutes later. Uh, who who is it? Um, it it says Raider Aid Marketing. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna let that one go to voicemail. They call several times during your flight. Hello. Oh. Hello, Alex. Okay. You return. Yeah, yeah, my mic stopped working. Sorry. Continue. Didn't mean to interrupt. All right. Fine. I will answer. Yeah, you answer as you uh, arrive above Philadelphia. Um, Amrio, what are you doing? Going on a speaking tour. What are you doing? Right, right. We, we, lo- we love that you're doing more speaking uh, events. We do have a slight problem. We tend not to fucking antagonize the U.S. government. Mm. A fair point. A fair point. Look, Amriel, baby, I, I love it. I love your, I love your whole thing. I love this whole punk rock, anarchism, support the South Africans, and all, all that jazz. It's great. It's a great image. It really gets the teens fired up. Helps us tap into that DIY transhumanism crowd. The problem is, you're currently violating U.S. airspace. You've illegally entered the United States. You are, technically speaking, a terrorist. And you've been, quote, unquote, inciting public violence. Not to mention the fact that you assaulted three police officers that I know of. So... You know, maybe it's time to wrap up your speaking tour of the United States. I'm uh, sorry, what was, your, what was your name again? I don't really give a shit. And then I hang up. Yeah. Uh, do you leave the United States or do you stay and continue to rabble rouse? I, I said I wanted the cult of personality, so... And someone did just tell you not to do it. Yeah. 
You can't tell me to quit. I'd already quit. Now I'm going to do it more. So how do you turn this to your advantage in a few lines? Um, I, I'm going to keep going with the, um, you know, with my whole line about morality being the, the leash that the powerful use on the weak. Um, and, and say that they have, they have, uh, tried to, they have tried to silence my message because, um, they don't, they don't want the, the people who are going to decide the future of this world to have the power to do so. They want everybody to be good little citizens and uh, go to school and go to work and keep buying their bullshit products. Mm. All right. Well, you continue to talk up the East Coast um, and uh, things get a bit hairy. There's large demonstrations in... um, uh, in several major cities, um, especially in Miami, um, where they, uh, where apparently the U.S. government has gotten word of your arrival, um, and they have deployed uh, anti-base raiding uh, officials. Um, there's a name for that agency, but I'm struggling to remember what it is called. If you were going to say that there were big protests and everything in Philly, I was going to say, no, that's just Philly. Yeah, <laughs> Philly. Um, there's like an anti-base rating government thing. I just can't remember what it's called. Anyway, the point is, they have... they There's, there's some fuckers uh, in like fucking power armor and shit. That have been sent to deal with you, apparently. Um, Miami's looking. Miami's looking like Seattle from uh, from Dark Angel. Sector was, cops everywhere. I was wondering if you were about to drop Dark Angel, and I thought, nah, that's way too obscure. But then you did it. Yeah. No, bunch of sector cops everywhere. Fucking assault rifles with laser beams strapped to them and all sorts of crazy shit. Um, they've, you know, secured all the airports and things like that. Um, they've got people posted at uh, anywhere where they think you might do a public address. Uh is it just you here, Amriel? Has is anyone else taken up this cause? I feel like maybe maybe a few of the people who um, have heard me speak have have heard my message. Mm-hmm. Can I can I make a radical suggestion? Which is go for it. The Valkyrs have taken up her cause <laughs> of progressive transhumanism and being able to decide what to do with your body. That sounds like their jam. Sure, let's see. Which of the Valkyries are left alive? Um, I think 
Amalia's dead. You know what? Hildy. Hildy's here. Uh, so, Hildy uh, calls you, Emriel. He says, uh, "Hey, I, I like the I like the work you've been doing in America." Thank you. Not many people do. I was wondering if you'd like to make a big statement in Miami. What sort of statement are we talking about? I have a crate here. Of thousand boost patches. Oh shit! That sounds like exactly the kind of statement I would want to make, Hildy. That sounds like exactly the kind of statement I would want to make. Yeah, we we have a lot of them because uh, we tend to buy uh, them whenever they come up because we can render them down into fuel for our own superpower concoctions. A lot cheaper than trying to make them from scratch, uh, and you know, seeing as we're not f- taking part in the race anymore uh, this year, at least, um, I thought maybe you could use the spares. <sighs> Can you get them to me? Uh, where are you? I'm guessing probably a safe house somewhere, belonging to somewhere in the underground. Someone in the underground. <laughs> <who had them. laughs> what? The safe house is in the fucking Magic Kingdom. In Orlando. Yes. Is the Magic Kingdom a part of Disney World or something? Yeah, yes, it's Disney World. Is it Disney World in Miami or in Florida? Or? No, it's it's in Florida. It's not. It's, it's, is it Disneyland or Disney it's World? Because it's Disney World, World it's one Disney, of the yeah. other ones. Yeah, uh, it's Disneyland several, is in California. Yes. Yeah, it's several hours north of Miami, but I mean that's still that's nothing for a demon with wings. Yeah, I feel like Walt Disney's probably a base raider. If he was alive, he'd be a base raider. Amriel is staying in Walt's apartment. The one <laughs> no, over Cinderella's castle. Okay. Or Walt's apartment. I, was I just say, think Cinderella's they, castle. They used, to, they used to keep an apartment for Walt Disney in the firehouse on Main Street, USA. And mm. since he died, they oh. leave the light on every night. <laughs> You're in there with the, with yeah. the ghost of Walt Disney. <laughs> or, that's, that's I, I don't know enough that. about Walt Disney to talk about like his personality as a ghost, so we'll just... He's there. He's doing ghost things. We'll brush over it. Um, and Hildy says, I'll need 12 hours to get into position... Um, but, uh, I'll, I guess I'll, um, you got a, you've got a, you've got the, your phone on you, right? 
Um, I'm, I'm calling you. So obviously, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change change phones in a in a few hours. They've been. I need you to keep the phone you have. All right. And I need you to plug it in to a charger. My love, we use the Java command line. Sure. We need to install a JDK. Yeah, something about installing a JDK. That's what my computer says. <laughs> you, your phone is telling you how to install teleportation apps. All right. <laughs> the JDK teleportation app. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, so yeah, I will. Um, I will plug my phone in, and so about six hours. Morning comes, and your phone rings. Um, it's like five a.m. Uh, and as uh, as you answer, Hildy's like, "I need you to describe in detail the largest space that is open space that is near you." Preferably to within 15 meters of Okay. You. Uh, does it have to be... Do you want it to be indoors, or do you want to appear right in the middle of Main Street, USA? Doesn't really matter. Wherever I come in, it's going to be indoor. It's going to be outdoors pretty quickly. Ah. Um, yeah, in that case, um, they've got, like like, lots of big... Um, floral arrangements uh, around Main Street. So I'll I'll describe one of those. So she'll appear in a nice flower bed and hopefully not uh, blow very much except dirt and flowers up. All right, and, and there's nobody near, like nobody near that. Um, I mean, there's there's tourists everywhere, but they're pretty sizable. At five a.m. Oh, at five a.m. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I missed that. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, the park hasn't opened yet. So yeah, it's it's clear. Any lamp posts or billboards close to that spot? Um, there's a there's a couple of wrought iron fences. Uh, that shouldn't be an closing. issue. Uh, can you do me a quick favor? Sure. Throw your phone into said flower bed. Okay. So you open the window and throw it down there? Yeah. Uh, and then about 60 seconds later, you see a bright yellow and green uh, lightning bolt strike the um, flower bed uh, and then like a bubble of oil-colored, like a uh, like hyper-colored water, kind of expand out from the middle of it, and then the lightning bolt sort of plays in reverse and goes back up into the sky. Uh, and standing, and then you hear this thunderous kaboom as this liquid flies in all directions and just stains everything. The flower bed is burnt to a crisp. And standing in the middle, middle is Hildy in her full tack gear with an, like a, an M16 at her side and a spear in one hand with one leg up on this big like military hardware um, plastic uh, trunk. Cut to 
two warrior women grinning at one another as they hand out boost patches in the middle of Miami. Uh, and the riot rages for many days. Uh, and you get your magical armor. Nice. Which, uh, which gives you an extra set of wings. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> Uh, and the aspect for said armor, uh, it, it, it it can give you, like, normal armor bonus. Like, it's not uh, that crazy. Like, give it whatever you fucking pour into it skill-wise. Okay. It gives you armor, gives you an extra pair, pair of wings, and it has the aspect... Um, it has the aspect, Defiled Armor of the Dragon Slayer. Ooh. Damn. That's just badass. Uh, as you realize that you were lied to, and it is not the armor of St. Michael. This is the defiled armor of St. George. Still good, but not what you asked for. That's true. <sighs> when, that, uh, when that demon comes calling for her favors, I'm going to have to be... I'm going to have to have a stern word with her. You can reinterpret her... Her favors as as she clearly reinterpreted your desire for magic armor. Right. Uh, One of my favors is that I'm not going to make a big thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You. Yep. Sounds good. Um. And uh, back at uh, back at the island. Um, maybe an hour, uh, a bit of non-linear time here. Maybe the next day after you called um, Amriel in New York, Yuri, you mm-hmm. get a um, a courier comes running up the beach um, as you're, uh, you know, having lunch or whatever. And uh, he hands you a package. Uh this is, uh, I, 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 uh, I brought this, uh, from the post office for you, uh, sir. I uh, he kind of looks like one of the islanders and he hands it over and, uh, starts heading back, uh, into town. All right. I'll, uh, uh rip it open. Uh, it's about the size of a PlayStation and inside are three kind of inch thick, Cell phones, uh, and a post-it note stuck to them that says, "This will unlock the doors." Signed, Scout Team One. Mm. How far out are we from the start of the race? Maybe like a week and a half or so. You guys have had a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to make sure it wasn't like the day before. No, no, no. Um, cool. I pocket those, um, and I'll uh, like later on. We cut to like uh, I meet up with Greg at some point while he's like working or in having a floating rest. <laughs> oh, hello, Yuri. 
Uh, hey, Greg. Are you, uh, are, you, are you dead set on that breathing thing? Uh, yeah, 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 I am dead set All on right. it. Very well. Yep. We do, we do die if we don't do that. Right. I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. You know, like, I, I've died before. It's, uh, it's only the worst thing. Oh, well. It's only the it's worst any, thing. If it's any consolation, I didn't exist for most of my life. Uh, it's not, but yeah. Oh. Um, so, uh, Scout Team 1, uh, sent, we got a package. And I yeah. hand Greg one of the cards. Uh, can I examine it? Effort. I am my own... Oh, wait, the thing reopened and Hangouts is not in Chrome anymore. Okay. Uh, Before... Oh, that's three dice. Roll. Alright, so that puts me at plus five. Nice. So you want to know what these things are? Yeah. They appear to... So you notice that these inch-thick cell phone-looking things have a weird kind of sticky silicon section at one end of them. And as you, like, touch it against your fingers, you realize that it's a reactive material. You turn on the device, and it has... uh, It doesn't have any features to it at all. It just has a a touchscreen button appears when you turn on the screen. Uh, and it says open close and then there's a little button down in the bottom right hand corner that says lock this this sounds like a very human technology right yeah yes does it look right it looks human it's, it looks like it was built by humans it's a pretty advanced thing yeah um, like it looks like it's har- it must it must be harnessing something else but it's built by people uh, I'm yeah. going to point it at the, the floor and just hit open. Nothing happens. Good, okay. Touch it to the floor? You know what? I'm going to go outside because <laughs> we're, we're in the spaceship. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go outside to a big rock or a tree or whatever's nearby. Uh, Greg out. I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to press it to a rock and hit open. Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like you press the rock and you're like, beep, beep. And you're just like, uh... You know what? It flashes up a pink kind of warning symbol and says, invalid. Ah. So it only works for certain items. Good to know. Uh, yeah, um, hang on, hang on, Greg. Um, I'm not sure you're not really... I should probably clue you in. These are probably keys, which, uh, in walls, sometimes we have openings so we can pass through. We call them doors, Yeah. Uh, sometimes we lock those doors so you, someone can't pass through, but we use keys as a unique item to open a door for individual people with the key. Yuri, I've spent the last three weeks building an interstellar spaceship. I know what a fucking door is. All right, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> you did just try and open the rock. I was not wrong. <laughs> I was conducting a very simple and quick experiment. Sorry, sorry, it Greg. Sorry, it's happened before. Any other principles? I just, I just know that walls are the hardest thing for you. you know? They are confusing, yes, but you people seem to like them, and so I have adapted. 
And to be fair, I think of all the things about walls, keys are probably the weirdest bit. You're, you're not it's wrong pretty, about that. It's pretty clear from looking at this that it is meant to open electronic locks. Because, like, a physical lock is going to be no problem for you guys. You have super strength. But if there's, like, some kind of energy gateway right. or something that has an electronic control panel, well, you, don't speak, you, don't, tell you, you, tell you, you don't speak alien. I walk, I walk yes. to the nearby car park. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, Greg? Maybe you're onto something. And I poke it against someone's car. Mm-hmm. And go open. All of the doors unlock. <laughs> ah. Uh, and you hear, um, and you hear the latches open, um, as if the doors have tried to open themselves, but like yep. very few. Earth and like cars. the bonnet pops and the boot yeah, very pops. few. Yeah, the boot pops. Some of the the windows all go down. The ashtray pops open. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of earth doors or. Not a lot of Earth cars have doors that will fully open themselves, and I don't feel like there's a lot of Teslas in <laughs> New Georgia. Even <laughs> they don't open their own doors. Some of them do. Yeah. Uh, all right. The one I was in that didn't. They didn't uh, open. Basically, door. I was. I, Greg was just trying to see if this was because it could have been like a magic device. Yeah, that would have just, just like opened yeah, anything. Yeah. Uh, you do fair, notice fair. that the weird like. Um, programmable material um, changed shape when you touched it against the uh-huh. thing, and you saw like a circuit pattern of black spread out over the bonnet. Yep. Um, uh, so that seems like, to be. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, fair idea, Greg. Uh, just as a note, uh, let's remember to not uh, use one of these on a plane. Oh. We're on the spaceship. <laughs> Actually, or, let's or keep on, them the safe on the spaceship. It does seem to just open all doors. Uh, Greg, yeah. Greg, uh, just a just a just a design note for the spaceship. Can you put some mechanical fail safes into the airlocks? Oh yes. Mm. Mm. In fact, just all mechanical, so that they can't be electronically. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, good. Although then you can't do that classic spaceship combat maneuver where you kill people in rooms from the cockpit by venting the atmosphere. What if we need to put out a fire? That's the the, the overrides are in case the fail safes are in case the system's not working properly, but that would be the system. (laughs) In case all of the doors try to open at once. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, Wonderful. I think we. Cut. These are very interesting and convenient. Hmm. Um. Yuri. Well, actually, I feel like actually we can. Essentially, I'm establishing that essentially off-screen Yuri is working on the car at virtually all times. Okay, so yeah. you're not going to pour any time into your family or anything. I feel a little bit under the pump to produce a space-ready Datsun. Fair enough. I get it. I understand. Um. Uh, and I think, hmm, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with them when I'm back from the moon, maybe. All right, so... Bring them back um, a moon rock. Amriel yeah. gets back from America um, after having handed out effectively super weapons to 
teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kids go wild. And, and you guys get a phone call. Uh, from Just like a Guten, group call? From Guten Erbend. Uh, Yuri gets a phone call. All right, yep. I'll put it on the We're like, I don't know, like sitting around in the rec room or something, having like... Uh, Yuri is like sitting there reading... Uh, the the, like, the, the quote-unquote rec room, is this of the spaceship or of your camp? Uh, it, I think it's on the spaceship. I think we've essentially mo- we're moving shit to the spaceship at this point. All right. Um, uh, Yuri is reading, like, Big Wheel Trucks magazine. Uh, yeah, they've got a they've got a new uh, they've got a this current issue has a um, piece about uh, Vulcan tires, new unique um, smart material tread mm-hmm. uh, that's about to hit the market. Uh, what are you, what are Amriel and Greg doing in the rec room? Oh, uh, Greg is uh, making sure that the rec room is sealed. Since you guys are so concerned about having oxygen to breathe, Greg yeah. is double Greg, Greg's become like all the hyper, seals. Greg's become hyper aware about it. Yeah. Are you are you fuck. testing are you testing the seals using yourself? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I see if it fits through them. <laughs> oh, I could still fit molecules through the seal. This is like a little like a little like whistling hiss where it's just like Greg's like, that one's gonna leak. This one's Uh, good. And Amriel? Amriel. Um, I'm probably. I've got like. I've got like a ping pong table. It's the rec room, you said, right? Yeah. I've got like a ping pong table. Half of it's folded up, and I'm uh, smacking a ping pong ball against the folded up half and just playing ping pong with myself. Is it a ping pong or is it like a squash ball for Amriel? Just so you two know, uh, I haven't had time to design a artificial gravity system yet, so once we leave Earth's gravity well, the ping pong will be a very difficult game to play. Mm. Just be a I like the challenge. Uh, and uh, we, we, the call comes through, and I'm like, oh, oh, call from Dust Guys. Uh, I put it on. I put it on speaker. It is from Guten Abend. Uh, it is their, uh, I, I, their I answer, I answer legal the department. Like, I, I I answer the phone. I'm like, good talk. Uh, hello, hello, hey Yuri. Hey, uh, we're, we're on, you're on speaker. It's Greg and Amriel here too. Oh, fantastic! Uh, look, hissing like wine. We, uh, we, 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 sorry if we're interrupting you, but we wanted to discuss some recent events. Uh huh. Now, obviously, we're very, very happy with the You're work. Very happy you've with done. the coconuts? Oh, we're very happy with the work you've done for us, uh, helping promote the airline. Um, you've really driven sales. Um, yeah. We're not, yeah. we're not exactly pleased with all of the giving you free. Air flights, but uh, that is part of the sponsorship. We haven't deal. Just we just been didn't... getting like private chartered flights, right? No, like no. Amriel like just took a seat in economy, right? Or well, business? It's... We were going business, obviously. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, Amriel needs a leg room. 
We 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 un- we understand. Uh, we just didn't realize it's just part of your contract. We just didn't realize you'd be taking such liberal advantage of it. Um, but I mean, but what, we have had like a... A... Hold on, hold on, hold. What's your name again? It's it's me, uh, Carl. It's me, Carl. Right, Carl. Sorry, uh, Carl. Carl. Remember, how... we talked to her when you signed. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, Carl. Um, how many flights have we taken? In the the last month since signing up, mm. uh, maybe one see. to and from each venue. Amriel popped over to South America or whatever. What, like six? It's two, more two, than four. we expected, to be honest. Where anyway, that's not really the main reason we called. Right, right, okay. Uh, is there a, is there a point? I mean, just just so we can take this off the agenda. You just bringing that up, or what do you want me to do about it, Carl? Uh, we should fly look. Later. I don't. I, honestly, I don't think it's going to be an issue after we're done with yeah, this wh- phone call. Yeah. Once we, once we have a spaceship, Carl, I think we'll be good. So don't worry too much. Look, that's that's kind of the thing that's related to what we want to talk about. Related. Okay. Okay. We are concerned that through our associating our association with you as he says we are concerned i like raise my eyebrows at amriel being like all right here we go that we have indirectly and through no fault of our own become associated you don't have to legally cover yourself with me it's fine just talk like a person become associated with the arming and radicalization of North American youth groups. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Carl, but I can't speak for that. You'll have to talk to Amriel. Amriel? Yuri looks expectantly at Amriel. I'm sorry, guys. My wife is having an allergic reaction. I have to step away for a minute. That's That's all right. You go. Uh, Amriel looks at you uh, <laughs> smugly as if to say, fuck you, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I'm like, uh... I, I did what I did and I don't apologize. Uh, I briefly think, I'm like, I'm, I'm briefly like, you'll have to talk, Greg, Greg, sidebar. What? What? Do we have lawyers? Um, no. No, that's right. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, so you'll have to talk to me about that. Remember, Greg is an illegal alien and an actual alien. Amriel yes. is a mythological being, uh, and Yuri is dead. So <laughs> your legal hmm, status actually legal status is pretty open. Actually, yeah, we're not really I people. I, I think Indeed. I've fallen through quite a lot of loopholes in this. Arguably, yeah. any contract made with Yuri is non-binding. Can't sue me if I'm dead. <laughs> it's not your legal name, <laughs> and you're dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Carl, so, uh, yeah, you have concerns about that. Mm-hmm. Look, we're just wondering if this is going to be part of your new brand direction, and if it is, we would like to look at resolving our contractual obligations to one another because we feel like you're going in a direction that we're not willing to follow. Okay, Carl, let me just say that when the revolution comes, 
<laughs> You'll be the first against the wall. Yeah. Okay, Yuri, I feel like you're coming at me with a lot of hostility. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. Let's just say I don't like being lawyered to, okay? Uh, look, we'll see. Uh, I can't, as I said, I can't speak for Amriel, although I am speaking for Amriel. But, <laughs> look, our brand's, are, our brand's an amorphous and evolving thing. You did sign up a, a, a crew called the Ethereals, right? Consisting of a demon, a hyper-intelligent fart, and a dead guy in a samurai suit. So, I, look, I mean, I guess you got to roll with the punches in some senses. We're really um, happy with how you've helped revitalize our advertising strategy, but we are concerned about being tethered to the funding of terrorist organizations. Ah, ah, ah. Let's, let's, hold up, hold up. Now, obviously, I base rate is... Think, I think labeling, like, broad labelizations of terrorist organizations is a bit, let's feel like that's a bit extreme. Carl. Well, I'm not the first one that brought those lab- labels upon you. Uh, that would be the United States government. Yeah, well, the, the United States government doesn't recognize us as people, uh, which is frankly, I don't think something. Are, are you you want to be complicit in that? Is that what you're you saying? You want to be on the wrong side of history, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you want to you want to sympathize with us because America says we're not people and don't deserve to exist, or do you want to be good people? Uh, support the vast number of suffering minorities that have spilled through the rifts and from outer space and from the afterlife uh, and, uh, and carve yourself are a real you, niche. Are in, uh... you suggesting that your motivations for the events of late is uh-huh. tethered to the suffering of the oppressed uh, to the representation and the like? Yeah. We can work with that. I'll get back to you. And he hangs up. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like it went yeah. well. Yeah, I think it did. I think that I think that went about as well as could possibly be expected. Quick uh, sidebar. Seeing as Alex knows Ryan and his wife better than I do. Mm-hmm. Should we be concerned? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know she had allergic reactions to things. Considering Ryan took the time to tell us and not just drop his mic and run away. It Uh, suggests it might be maybe severe. I mean we'll 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 keep rolling with the scene and see where we go. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't we can't end this stream. Oh yeah. Uh, so, right. I don't know how far you are air. from Ryan's house. Uh, you might have to go for a drive. I don't think his parents would appreciate that, because they're probably asleep now, and I don't have a key. Uh, Oddly enough, I don't have a key. I, I, to feel, r- I feel like, worst case scenario, we can leave the stream rolling. Yeah. Indeed, YouTube will end it eventually. It'll just be fucking annoying to edit. Have to download a six-hour fucking recording. <laughs> yeah, the second half will just be silence. <laughs> That'll be fun. Dude. Oh well, we'll deal with that when we come to it. Um, um, so, yes, 
as you guys are chilling in the rec room, a few minutes after you get off the phone, um, you guys get another phone call. I never uh, realized we were so popular. Yeah, we're it's just, not- we're just Mr. Mr. Ms. Popular. It's uh, your caller ID doesn't register it as anyone you've previously called. It just comes up with a phone number. Oh, I'm on a do not call list. What is this? Hi uh, guys, I'm back. Oh, there we go. Oh, well, that answers that question. Everything okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah she was just wearing um some latex gloves. Uh, she was moving something extremely dirty, and she had kind of a between the sweat and the dust and everything, she had kind of a reaction on her hands. Ah. So we found her an antihistamine and... Okay. Gotcha. Alex was noting that he didn't even know your wife was allergic to anything. Yeah. Tell me again so I know what not to use in my poisons. I mean, (laughs) poisons. Sounds like latex to me. Don't don't use anything. Yeah. Don't don't use anything that uh, came out of... Uh, Allie's mother's basement. <laughs> well, we're not too far from finishing, but we were remarking that, like, if Ryan yeah. never comes back, we can't end this streak. <laughs> like, even us all leaving doesn't end. <laughs> uh, so let's wrap things up in case there's another allergic reaction. Uh, um, briefly to recap, I essentially just threatened the Guten Eben lawyer and then said that we were definitely representing the oppressed and he sounded all good. Sweet. Uh, now for another call. From a, do have another from a call. Number. Uh, I answer it and I'm like, Yuri speaking. Ethereals. Space Yuri, Station. just just the man One. I was hoping to talk to. Uh, my name mm. my name is uh, my name is Mr. Dickens. Uh, I'm representing Briscoe Corp, uh, Snack Foods International. No. We were were hoping that you and yours could do us a fine-ass favor. Is this a favor or a legally binding agreement? Legally binding agreement, my good man. We'd like you to do some product placement on your, uh, for us on your next there race up on that there moon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you, we'd just, like... Just, uh, just uh, where'd you hear about us? Oh, well, we've been a sponsor of the... Uh, hang on, gotta scroll up. I want to give the full proper name, because he's the kind of guy that would. We've been a long-term sponsor of the Raider Aid Race to the Base Adventure Race International Series. Uh, and uh, recently, we've been quite uh, quite intrigued by your public image. Uh, so we'd like you how to recently? be... How recently? How recently? To be honest, we love your whole uh, anti-big government image that you've got going. Uh, it really yeah. sells, with our, sells with our core uh, core demographic. Yeah. Uh, so what, we would what, like... What's your product? Uh, we, we make Briscoe's, that most lovable chip from Texas. All right. Manufactured right in the heart of Texas, Louisiana. Uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, out out of character, real quick. Is that a joke? 
or do you not they, know they, where Texas they, is? They're, they're like brand branding is that they like it says on it manufactured right, right yeah. in the heart of Texas, but like if you look oh, on the but package, they're in Louisiana. Okay. Made in Louisiana. The package gotcha. is okay. made in made in Louisiana. I laughed and then I felt bad for a second, being like, "Wait a minute, does he not know where Louisiana?" Is? No, I know where. I know that those are both fucking states. <laughs> and, uh, Look, uh, I'm, I'm, com- I'm coming at this with my American public school education, so I assume that other people have the same level of understanding of the rest of the world as I do. Oh no, don't worry. So I, I cut get, everyone a lot of slack. We all get thoroughly educated on the popular American states. I couldn't tell you where the fuck Ohio is. No, um, no one can. Uh, and up until recently, I thought that uh, Omaha was much closer to Ohio than it is. Well, Omaha's a city. I thought it was a state! Anyway. Nope. Uh, see? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I, I feel better. Is. Okay. Dickens. Dickens. Yeah. So we make that most uh, beloved brisket-flavored chip. logistics. Of course. We're going to the moon. Yeah? <laughs> now now Finn's affecting that accent. <laughs> I am. I can't. It's very contagious. <laughs> it's it got, uh, got wandering accent syndrome. <laughs> Look, Yuri's been through a few buddies. It's one of those things. He's got he's, he has that problem where he just starts imitating people while he's talking to them. I used to have that problem a lot when I was a kid. Mm. Anyway. We're going to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's what we hear. That's yeah, what all the yeah. advertisements saying. Mm-hmm. You, you're, so you want us to do some product placement with your chips on the moon? We most certainly do there, Yuri. Uh, and frankly, we'd like to get your entire crew on board, especially now that that Greg fella's got himself a body. Yeah. Is it yeah, on speakerphone some... or is he just talking? Yeah, about? it's definitely on speakerphone. Oh, no, no, it's not actually a body. It's it's just a holographic projection. Look, son, I don't rightly care as long as you can uh, put a chip inside your mouth and pretend that you're enjoying its delicious briskety flavor. Hmm. Well, Hell, you don't even have to like the chip. Just look like you do. Oh, I, I suppose I could try to do that. Well, I say, beyond the technical details of whatever you're asking, uh, I say we're probably good for that. We're, we're good for that, right? Yeah? Yeah? Everyone? What, what benefit do we get of out of this? Money. Greg. Well, of course, uh, Money. of course, you get a lifetime supply of Briscoes, uh, but exactly. uh, we also would be providing you uh, with a salary increase, uh, as well as... As I well think. as a bonus for every uh, for every bit of product placement you do of your own volition, while on those live feeds from the moon. I don't uh, suppose <laughs> you happen to have a fully functional oxygen reclamation system for a five million cubic uh, foot uh, spaceship. Well. I don't rightly know if we have that, but we did buy up one of those NASA space shuttles after they discontinued the program. Uh, you're free uh, to, uh, assuming you forego any payment on this current uh, endeavor, we'd be willing to do a bit of a trade there. I mean, you know, it's not every day that you get the opportunity to buy a, 
a pre-owned space shuttle, so I just kind of jumped at the chance. Oh, no, I'm afraid that's far too small and primitive for our use. Fair enough there, Gregory, fair enough. Uh, my only, my only stipulation, right, is I just want to know, are your chip packets going to become, like, minor bombs in vacuum? Um, Have you thought about this? Have you thought about good, chip packets in space, That's a good chickens? question there, uh... A good question there, Yuri. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. I'll get our boys yeah, down there in the lab. Uh, but to be honest, I don't expect much of an issue. We've done product placement in space before. Uh, well, right. This is uh, on a scale that we're not normally used to. But, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to get that superhero angle cornered. Especially now with your anti-gra- uh, anti-government uh, stance... Uh, we we're really looking to push your angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd love to do some TV spots with you all when you get back. Uh, about that, uh, maybe we could set up some interviews. We uh we know some uh we know some uh people uh in news circles that uh also have an anti-government bent uh, that would be interested in talking to you. Oh, excuse us for one second. Greg puts the cup phone on mute. Anti-government band. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I may have been uh, on a speaking tour down the east coast of the United States, preaching personal autonomy to the exclusion of morality and the empowering of the disempowered. And I mean, you could certainly extrapolate an anti-government message from that. Ah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, I was busy working. Very good. Did 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 Emriel? Mm, I can't quite remember. I didn't watch all of it. Did at any point you say burn down the state? Um, I mean, it was it was cut, more it was cut more to footage. <laughs> right. oh, cut to footage of Emriel screaming, "Destroy the state house!" <laughs> Like may have come in, up. Burn it down. Not in those burn exact words. Uh, yeah. Not in those exact words. Let them all burn in hell. <laughs> Cut back. Uh, uh, you know, I, I may have, I may have implied something to that effect. Yeah, right. Look, I mentioned burning, and the state was present, but uh, <laughs> you know, the government was there nearby. I meant literally, okay, because I I had just gotten to a bunch of uh, flame power boost patches and there were some cops after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, though, just to, just to be clear, I feel like literally burning the state down still kind of counts as anti-government. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's, that's mm. totally true. Point conceded. Mm. Uh, well, that, that sounds good. Maybe you should smash the patriarchy next. He he's still on hold. Oh, Dickens. Yes, am I talking to Yuri again? Yep. Fantastic. So, what do you gentlemen say? You you on board for this plan? Uh, well, one of us happens to be a lady, and and one of us happens to be a non-gendered cloud, and one of us hey, happens look, to be I- dead. <laughs> Don't y'all worry about that. I respect you like a man anyway. 
We all well, look um, at each other. <laughs> Tell you what, Dickens. We'll get back to you. And Yuri hangs up. Oh dang! Keep it on. Keep it on the back burner. Yeah, uh, you know what? We gotta. We gotta be picky about where we're putting our money. And something tells me Dickens likes the anti-government stance, but isn't necessarily for the cause. <laughs> it seems like you are playing what the humans call hard to get. Mm-hmm. Briscoes, Briscoes are really popular with the Texas sedition movement. Um, but a specific branch of the Texas sedition movement, the anarchist Texas sedition movement, that want a Texas free of all government, mm. not just the U.S. government. You know, they're like the Appalachian communists. Yeah, good. We uh, we Googled this after the call. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, out of character, Alex says, fuck no. In character, Greg doesn't really give a shit. <laughs> what, you, don't want to, you, don't, you don't want to support Texan seditionist anarchists? I, mean, I, like I don't know, Greg. You're not a, you're not a fan of that? Texas's <laughs> GDP is almost as large as New York's, so I feel like we kind of need them in the country. But on the other hand, some things would just be so much easier. Um, to Greg, New- does a government begin to look more like a gestalt than a, like, in, like once you start zooming out on human population organization? Oh, God, no. It's so it's so inefficient and clawing <laughs> at itself. Sometimes, right. sometimes so when Gestalt clouds so uh, get sick, uh, they can tear themselves apart. Uh, your your governments seem to look like um, a a cloud that is suffering from dispersal syndrome, a rabid, uh, cancerous Gestalt. Yes, yes, exactly. All right, right. Faulty, faulty neurons everywhere. I mean, I suppose, ideally, it could resemble a, a, a well-functioning cloud, but I have not seen evidence of that here. Well, that's fair. Uh, he doesn't have any air reclamation for us. No, no. Well, I mean, so, the ship has one, and I've been working on it. I just thought it would be easier if he had one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. We don't get anything other than cash out of this, and to be honest... I'm not even. I, I was under the impression that Greg, you weren't even aware what your salary was. Uh, I did not realize we had a salary. Yeah, you got a bank account, Greg. <laughs> Greg checks oh. his account. There's <laughs> like three million dollars <laughs> just sitting there. Ooh. And Greg's like, "Hmm, that's a lot of matter I could turn into." <laughs> Can I get that in pennies? <laughs> that would be the most I don't think there are three million pennies in existence. Little. <laughs> that's like three million dollars. Oh yeah, it would be three hundred million pennies. <laughs> well, now I have to Google how many pennies are in circulation. How many U.S. <laughs> pennies are in circulation? Um, brilliant. So. Is there anything else we need to do in this little setup-y thing? 
You've got your keys to the alien ships. You know there's oh. going to be a debris field. You don't yet know what the inhabitants of the base are or what the defences of the base are, but you know there's going to be electronic doors. Um, can I think maybe we should, if, if we're going to do it, spend any of our uh, points on refresh on whatever we're going to try and... If we need to acquire some spacesuits... Yeah, spacesuits could be good. Yeah. Also, um, maybe weapons for the ship? You don't have any of those. Those are things. If you guys think that would be worth it? I mean, probably. We, uh, I did speak to a demon who saw Warfleet in our future. Okay. Um, so, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna make a note of the stuff that my spaceship has. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rec room. Oh, of course, yeah. A workshop. Spaceship has rec room. Uh, well, I'm a workshop, but I will, I will write down workshop for everyone else. Yeah, but not. But everyone else can't use you. Uh, Angel Heart Drive. Um, did I get some... Can we get some railgun cannons? <laughs> Do you want railgun cannons? I want everything. You can have rail gun cannons. Basically, I'm going to give you a list, and you tell me how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Alex is just going to give Ray a list, and you'll make it happen. Yeah. Do this. I'll be like, sure, go stand it up for me. Go stand up that vehicle. Oh, fuck, I don't know how that works. Um, Finn does. What am I studying? <laughs> Our spaceship, <laughs> spaceship, apparently. Um, just making a piece of equipment. Yeah. yeah. You're just making a piece of equipment. So if you make a piece of equipment, you can just buy it with refresh. Uh, and then give it some aspects. Yeah. It's frankly what I'd recommend. Just give it maybe okay, two yeah, aspects that... and give it deadly. Count as a weapon. Um... Okay, so I spend a refresh. I can do that, and it gets how many aspects? Uh, you can get you get three things on the equipment. So you can get like you can buy three aspects. Oh, there's for... an equipment list, right? Yeah, yeah there's a thing for how to make a piece of equipment, and it talks about like what it is. <sighs> All right, I will it's, do that. It's it's considerably less involved than it's making the, a It's the easiest bit. I would rather make I would rather make a very boring person and a bunch of superpowered companions. Uh, I'm not going to bore everyone. I'm, I'll do that right now. I'm not going to make everyone listen to me read a book. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, Sweet. Um, so, yeah, you'll probably want, like, a, an aspect for the weapons and things like that. Um, yeah. And Ryan will need to finalize his armor shit, but it doesn't sound like there's much else you want to do. So, basically, your surprises are going to be, unless you do something now, your surprises are going to be, what are the defenses? And what are the inhabitants? And you don't know what the history of the base is, other well, here, than here's the thing, though. Um, you said of... we could go. So Greg was hoping to have the spaceship ready to go a few days before the race. All right, so we'll have we go. Sure, we'll, we'll do we'll do that at the beginning of the next run. Then that's basically why I stopped researching because I figured if we get the ship done, if we then it'll be a lot easier to figure things out yeah. if we go there. All right, sure. We'll just start next run with you guys doing a fucking flight test. 
and hopefully my Hangouts will be working properly by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to spend a couple of refresh on the Datsun. Yeah. Doing. Uh, I might talk to you. I might be, maybe I'll, t- I'll talk to you in chat about it because there's some things I feel like I might want to do for it for the last session. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, but uh, that that's it for the for this run. Uh, so I don't know. There was some cool stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got over the technical glitch. Yep. Um. Cool. Everybody enjoy themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Should have done more shit with negotiating contracts because that was pretty fun. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pop out there for a while. That's fine. I feel like I want to do another superhero game that's all about like superheroes as famous people, where it's all about like negotiating business contracts <laughs> and like doing and and negotiating appearances with villains. You're like, hey man, you got any heists or, or schemes planned for this month? It's like, oh, I was thinking of running, uh, you know, robbing the Federal Reserve because I'm really on this like classic supervillain bent at the moment. It's like, oh, brilliant! I'd love to foil you if that's possible. Like, uh yeah, you know, I'm not really looking for a foiling right now. Maybe a false foil where it looks like you defeat me, but I actually accomplish my goals anyway. It's like, sure, sure, you your people contact my people. We'll hash it out the details. That sounds like a high-level Better Angels game. I was thinking better. I was instantly thought Better Angels. Uh, all right, cool. Don't forget to um, share this podcast with everyone that you would share podcasts with. Let people know about Insert Quest here because that's the main way that we grow as a podcast. And if you're feeling particularly generous, please check out, check out our Patreon Uh, and consider donating money to us to help us make more podcasts. You can find us across all the social media. uh, And uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. Quick, Ryan, hit.